This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland brought to you locally by Smiley One, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. The Browns, a 26-24 winner. Welcome to the uh, It's Always Game Day in Cleveland postgame report. Uh, And we'll be doing this every time the Browns play. So whether they play on a Sunday or Thursday or get a game flex late in the season, we'll be with you after the game. Daryl, a lot of stuff going on in the locker room. There was a lot of talk, and the, the whole story was about Baker Mayfield. I will tell you that I'm glad that we'll be able to turn the page on this after today because the Browns were able to get the win. But if Baker Mayfield would have had, had come back and had a game-winning drive, I do not want to go to work tomorrow. Not going to lie. But they won, so I do want to go in for a victory Monday. What did Baker have to say after the game? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, they, they, he almost had the game-winning drive. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the Browns had a, a minute 13. And look, it, it started really brutal for him. He threw for seven yards in the first quarter. Um, at, at halftime, he was at a buck one. He threw for, uh, he was six of eight for 134 and the 75 yard touchdown uh, in the second half. But he did talk about the buildup, what everyone thought this game would be. Everybody made this out to be the Super Bowl, but despite, uh, what everybody's going to make this. There's 16 more games. The Super Bowl is not till February. Uh, this is the beginning of September. So, like I said, um, a lot of anticipation, but we're going to flush this. We're going to learn it, and we're going to be better better from it. Mm, he still has flush this in his repertoire. We've, we heard flush this quite a bit in his uh, post-game uh, remarks uh, this afternoon. 16 to 27, 235 yards, that one touchdown, one interception. I, you know, as much as you want to – Say Baker was horrible in the first half. He did lead his team back and give them the opportunity to try to win the game. So I do think even if you don't like Baker Mayfield, you do have to tip your cap to the fact that he was able to give his team the opportunity, a chance to win. And by the way, they'll be talking about uh, the personal foul for a long time on that last drive for the Browns before the field goal. Because let's face it, the Browns haven't caught a lot of breaks since 1999. That, that was, play a was a break. That was a break. That, that, that was a, a, a big, big break because, um, <clears throat> yeah, um, 
Jacoby was a victim of some friendly fire. I think that's fair to say that was some very friendly fire, but um, Baker was, uh, was also asked though, uh, if he watched Cade York kick the 58 yard field goal. It's a long field goal. And that kid's got a leg on him. I mean, that's, uh, it's a hell of a kick to be honest with you. Um, but like I said, shouldn't come down to that. We should have started faster, had more points on the board and take care of the ball. And, uh, not, not leave our defense in that situation. That's that's what I'm most disappointed about because they, they fought, they fought, they fought. I mean, that's that's a great offensive rushing attack they had there today. I mean, um, being in it, seeing it from the other side, it's it's brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Browns had 217 yards on the ground today, and then you end up with uh, Nick Chubb with 141 and Kareem Hunt with 46. That that ground attack was something special. I I, I have a question for you. Did he sound a little envious there? Go ahead. Tell me. When he... That we have a kicker? No. Well, besides that, but... That's a great offensive rushing attack they had there today. I mean, um, being in it, seeing it from the other side, it's it's brutal. I don't know. Sounded a little envious. He got up right... What if he has a little... What if he misses Nicky Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt, huh? I mean, he's got well, Christian they Jackson, used- but they didn't use him today. Thank Again, yeah. thank you, Matt Rule. Thank you, cards are in the mail. Thank you for not using your best player on offense and being a stupid coach. Thank you. But- is that is that ripping Matt Rule? No, I don't think he's ripping Matt Rule. Okay. I, okay. I, I, no, I think that's envy. I think he misses Nicholas Jamal Chubb, which, by the way, Baker did say after the game, he did get his hug from Nick Chubb. And Miles Garrett also came up. Uh, and uh, visited uh, with him uh, briefly. Uh, he was asked about getting to see some familiar faces. It's always good to see familiar faces. Um, emotional. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get too much into that. But just, it was good to see some people. Obviously, disappointing with the way things finished. Would love to have the bragging rights against those guys, but uh, we didn't finish. Um, mostly because we didn't start fast. It's a good point, uh, Jacoby Brissett. On the other side was very emotional in his press conference after the game. And you could see he was just choked up about the opportunity to even be playing and to have the, the, I mean, he's played in six or he's been listed as played in 60 NFL games, you know, he's, or he's been on the roster for 60 NFL games, but the opportunity for him to go out there and start, he's, you know, he's had some opportunity, but not, not the chance to lead a team week one and, I mean, he knows he's a quarterback for at least 11 games this season. And, you know, I was uh, – I don't know if I was shocked, but I was just – I've always thought Jacoby's super cool. And to see him, you know, kind of break down on the podium a little bit about just the overwhelming feelings of being a quarterback in the NFL and appreciating the chance to, to be the starter of this team, um, you can see why the Browns trust him. And you can see why he cares so much about trying to get a victory. Yeah, and – um again, as we've talked about, um, that what you saw against the Panthers is what you can expect from Jacoby Brissett for the next 10 games now. One one game down, 10 to go. Um, but that is what you can expect. Um, he's not going to be great, but he's not going to do things and make mistakes that cost you. And that's what we saw in Carolina. And then uh, he obviously they got the break with the roughing the passer <clears throat> penalty. Um, they gave him a, an easy 15 yards, but 
he was able to maneuver them and uh, get them to the uh, the 40 yard line. So Cade York could have got the, the other break that he caught was the intentional grounding flag that got picked up. Because I don't know if you're alive. I don't think you can fake it and then ground it. Like I don't I, think I don't think you can fake the spike and spike it, which is what they said he did, and it looked like he did. That by the way, the officiating not great. Um, when you don't know how to enforce penalties, that's not good. We saw that. Um, but it's week one for them too, though. Yeah, but you know have- what, Daryl? I, I normally would sit here and rip them, and if the Browns would have lost because of a bad call, I'd be oh, crushing them. The Daryl, how game. many times? How many times have we seen that go against the Browns since 1999? Man, it feels like every week. You know, I was like. On the roughing the passer call, I was sitting with Jamel White watching the game, and, and we were just like, oh, my God, that's a horrible call, and the Browns caught a huge break. But you know what? The Browns don't normally catch those breaks, so good for them. We finally got one. Finally. It doesn't happen very often. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When I saw the flag, I thought it was going to be a holding penalty. And then I saw the replay, and I was like, yeah, that still shouldn't be a flag. (laughs) I, Jamel started talking about, you know, having a teammate who took his helmet off at the end of the game and that cost him a yeah. win, right? Do we have to go there? Oh, I, I, yeah. Daryl, we haven't talked about the defense very much so far. Uh, they did end up with four sacks. They looked amazing to start the game, and it was like going down that first hill of the blue streak, I guess, at Cedar Point or Millennium or Magnum or whatever you want to call it, um, that it, it just seemed to get away from them, especially when Baker was able to pick up the big plays and that touchdown to uh, Robbie Anderson, uh, it was like, what happened to that coverage? Yeah, the uh, overall, though, the defense played, I thought, uh, very good. Um, they really had the heat up on Baker all afternoon long. Um, five Again, five batted passes at the line of scrimmage. But they did, look, I mean, they had a couple of miscommunications in the secondary, which, guess what killed them last year? on defense miscommunications in the secondary. Right. And it's always, you got to love it. Like every time there's a blown coverage in the secondary, it's supposed, Oh, well, I thought the safety was coming over to help out on it. It's never the cornerback's fault. It's always the safety's fault. Right. Right. Every, every single time. It's like, I thought this, I thought the safety was going to come over. Right. When you're watching the game and the analysts are breaking it down, see, I hear he, they released them and the safety is supposed to come over and that's why you got everyone standing out there holding their hands up. Like what the hell just happened? Da, 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 da. So, um, it, but so I'm not going to sit here and, and, and like place the blame on anybody because I have zero clue 
what the defensive responsibilities are on any given play. I have no idea. I'm not in Joe Wood's ear. He's not in my ear telling me what they're doing. So it's easy to say, hey, Grant Delpit blew this coverage or so-and-so blew this coverage. Like, we have no idea who blew. All we know is somebody in the secondary screwed up. There were a couple of screw-ups in that game. And thankfully, when the dust settled, because one of the screw-ups actually set up Christian McCaffrey's touchdown run. Okay? So... Those two screw ups cost them 14 points. If if you think if you if you think in those terms, Andy, so uh, which made this thing a hell of a lot closer than it needed to be or should have been. Just the same thing as I was saying earlier about Jacoby Brissett. Had he been better in the game, it would not have been a game uh, at the end. Same thing goes with those those uh, you know two uh, blown coverages. So um, it happens. But the bottom line is when they needed to hold, they did. Uh, because after the horse collar penalty, that which was that was a legit call. JJ3 had him inside the 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 collar, the pads there. You can't pull a guy from behind like that. Um, so that was a legit call, and that's what put him in field goal uh, position ultimately. But the defense held, they get they held him to the field goal there and and there was just barely enough time on the clock for that Browns offense. All in all, though, I think the defense did a pretty good job. You allow 54 a, yards on the ground. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's pretty impressive, especially when Christian McCaffrey's on the other side. And, you know, we spent two weeks listening to people say, well, you guys are worried about the wrong thing. Quit worrying about Baker. Start worrying about Christian McCaffrey. I know he got stepped on this week at practice, and they had to put that on the injury report. Right. But, it did look like he was about to set fire in the second half, and they kind of went away from it. Look, I mean, Carolina was 4 for 11 on third down. That's a little over 36%. I will take that for the rest of the season if, if that's what the Browns are able to do. If you can give me a 36% uh, ratio on third down defensively, sign me up for that every uh, single week. Total net yards. They didn't even get uh, – they barely got past 260. Um, uh, you mentioned the net yards rushing just 54. Net yards passing just barely over 200. We're not going to mention what the Browns' net yards passing were because it was a lot worse than just barely over 200. It was 138. <laughs> um, All right, Whisperer. Let's do this. Let's <laughs> take a quick timeout. I want to hear from Bake- – I mean, I'm sorry. I want to hear from Kevin Stefanski. Uh, I want to hear from Jacoby Brissett. As I said, he was a little bit emotional after the game. Uh, We'll hear what he had to say about the big kick at the end, and uh, we're going to look ahead to the Jets game too. So that's all coming up straight ahead on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. 